back to the High Kicks podcast. I don't know why. Carl, are you making that weird face with the finger guns now? Nope. Okay, cool. I have to close my eyes like 90% of the way and then (laughs) stick my tongue out. Cheer. Also, like, also, like, how you feeling? Because this episode's delayed a little bit because Carl got his second dose this week and was absolutely schnocked yesterday. Oh, oh my goodness. Don't even ask me how I was doing yesterday. I literally just fell asleep at like 7.30. Yeah, he said he woke up at 3 a.m. today. Yeah. Not a good time? Not a good time? (laughs) No sleep, but like, we're here today. Yeah, Uh, we're here. We're here. So we got we got a pretty well planned out show. Um, we're yep. sticking we're sticking with the news centric approach. I think we like that a little bit better. More talking points, more debate, more like questionable things, more kind of chances for you guys to interact and reach out and maybe share your opinions. And if you think we're right or wrong, or if you think we're, I'm gonna make idiots. an outrageous take probably. And hopefully someone calls me an idiot for it. Cool. So, I mean, I call you an idiot all the time, but we're going to, we're going to start with some UCL, uh, jump outside the prem for a little bit of news, kick back into the prem because that's kind of mainly where we focus. End with a little bit of prem slash UCL kind of like history moment there. Um, A little bit of transfer news and, into predictions where we can kind of shake it up a little bit because we didn't fuck up this week. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, it went well. Here, wait. We didn't mention prediction scores. Uh, Our best week before this was 7 to 11, so that's 18 points. This week, we had 23 between the two of us. We got a few weeks left of predictions and like hopefully we can keep it up and keep doing well. Um I still want to win, but you know. We're We'll we'll see if that happens. We're going to jump into our first topic um because Pep Guardiola didn't overthink and Man City have absolutely cruised their way into the UCL final. Yeah, I think the only way he could have messed this game up is by starting Kyle Walker at goalkeeper. And but, but, he but, didn't do that. But but Kyle Walker is the only goalkeeper from last year's Champions League that Atalanta didn't score on. <laughs> Don't disrespect him like that. Bro. I think PSG could have put one past him if it was Kyle Walker, but... One wouldn't they, have been enough. They lost four two. I like on like yeah no they they got decimated throughout the entire series. The red card showed it on PSG's and they, so, there was frustration. There was anger and like well, they just the red were card. Not... The red card showed how frustrated they were because it was like their most professional player who got it in the first game. No, the second game. Oh yeah, Di Maria got it. He got sent off for like a frustrated kick on a player. Like yeah, Di Maria doesn't do that. No, never. And you got to see uh, the anger taken out with Idrissa Ghanagay in the first game. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he, he got so angry, and you were just like, really? Like, is, is mm-hmm. it worth it in the first leg of the stage? Like, he, yep. he made such a bad tackle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
before we move on, I I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw a post on Footy Base about yeah. this year's UCL, and it called it boring. He Thiago's take was this year's UCL was it was a boring year compared to last year last few years. We didn't really have any unexpected like magical runs like. There wasn't a team, the only team outside the typical big five leagues was Porto, and we all knew they were going to lose in the first round. Also, this year, no team who won the first leg failed to move on. Like, there were no second leg comebacks at all Yeah, in the road to the final. And, like, that's not normal. No, it's not, but, like, with, like, I feel like you can't take away from what Man City and what Chelsea were able to do. They were able not, to dominate. I'm not, the, I'm not taking away from their accomplishments. I'm just saying this particular UCL has been more boring yeah. than past years. I completely agree. It's less exciting. We don't get to see, like, do you remember uh, a couple years ago, um, who was the... Well, we can talk about Tottenham, like their run. No, it, you don't talk about Spurs. You talk about like Ajax. You talk about like. Oh, uh, that's who I was thinking of, Ajax. Yeah, you talk about like even Leipzig last year, or like, you know, Leipzig this year. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> until they got decimated. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. There wasn't any there weren't any surprises. I mean, Chelsea getting to the final is a surprise, but it wasn't even that much of a surprise once they got to the point where they were because Tuchel transformed them so fast. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that, but like I'm I not surprised really... they reached Madrid. I'm just still surprised or they beat Madrid. I'm just surprised at how fast he turned them around. I'm surprised that Pulisic is that great at that age and he's going to a UCL final as an American for the first time. American male, let me clarify. Yeah. And he has a chance to actually contribute. Yeah, because is... he he could potentially start one of those games. Yeah. One game, Carl. It's one game. Oh, uh, yeah. He he could start over Timo Werner. Yeah. I would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro, so... the way that he's contributed within the short amount of time where he's on the pitch... Yep. It, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna move on, um, because Jose didn't sit on the couch very long, bud. <laughs> at all. At all. He got cool. he got paid thirty thirty million to split from Spurs and Roma was like, Ayo and he was like I'm coming home to Italy. Funny enough, Roma actually won today against Man U, loss on aggregate. Yep. But it shows that they are possibly excited about the new managerial change. Mm -hmm. And by home to Italy, I mean by success. Obviously, I know Jose is Portuguese. Just got to clarify yeah. that. Um, I think he he's could... had past success. And honestly, yeah. he... I think he could do well there. I mean, the last time he was in Italy, he won a treble. I think he needs some signings on that Roma team. I think he you does. need to give him more than like the amount of time that Spurs had. Like you need to give him amount of time. That's I mean, he does have the time, or he does have. Yeah. I mean, 
Because I don't think they're going to be as pressed for win now as an irrationally win now as Spurs was. As you bet. <laughs> well, no, or as like Spurs was. Like Spurs expected yeah. trophies, but they're not in a situation to be winning trophies. Well, that's what they expect every year. I know, but they're delusional. They're, they're that pedigree club where they're like just B tier of trophies. And by the way, besides the Audi club, Audi by the, cup. By the way, Roma's an upgrade here. Yeah, like going from Tottenham Hotspur to Roma is an upgrade in terms of club for his career. Yes, that overall, was. overall. Not not like Spurs just are not on the same overall. I agree that Roma pedigree. has been yeah. for so long. If you have Toddy on your team, you instantly are defined as a legendary club because he was there for twenty years destroying things and you still have Florenzi who's coming back from PSG. You still have a great back line, like you can do a lot. You still have Chris Smalling there from Man U. Yep. Who already has played for Jose. And he he performs really well for Jose, honestly. Yeah. 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 So um, don't don't knock it till you try it. I think it's a great signing, but I'm sort of pissed that he was able to get a job so fast because I hate him. Understandable. Understandable. I'm gonna keep it in Italy because a dynasty has fallen. Yep. Congrats to Inner. Congrats to Antonio Conte. Um, by the way, he's a serial winner, like serial winner. He wins everywhere he goes. Yep. But congratulations to them because they. I did not think this was going to be the first title race to wrap up, and they steamrolled. To they steamrolled past AC Milan. Past they steamrolled. Past Juve, they steamrolled past Atalanta, they steamrolled past Roma, they steamrolled past. They're up thirteen. They have a larger gap on top of their league, obviously because it's clinched at this point than City does. Yeah, which is insane. Is bro AC Milan had that undefeated streak, and Zlatan showed that he wasn't just like washed up anymore, and. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really saying that that team wasn't able to pull, like, a higher rating than what they did? Uh, I think they're currently placed, like, fourth. I mean, he got hurt for a while. They they had some play struggle. Yeah. But it's yeah, this, this, is, this is more about a shout-out to Inter because... Yeah. Because... They, nobody... It's not the fact that somebody didn't play well. For, like, they they ended Juve's streak with four their players. Quality, with their four players. Play. Four players on that team I really want to shout out. Hit it. Martinez, Lukaku, Hakimi, Barella. Facts. Facts. That that's that's it. Like that's those cool. those players, if they go to any club in the world right now, are instantly starting. Hakimi, we may be talking about later, but... We'll be talking about later. Yeah. You, you don't need to, like... You don't need to be, like, the, ooh, cliffhanger. Ooh, we're going to be ooh. we're gonna be talking about Hakimi later. Um, yeah. <laughs> you tried. Uh, yeah. 
we're going to jump into from a title clinch to a pretty damn close top four race. Yeah. West Ham are putting pressure on Chelsea in that top four because Chelsea have Man City left on their schedule and Mm -hmm. West Ham don't. So. So that is, um, it sounds like a loss for uh, Chelsea, I'm sorry to say. And that's actually their next game, which is on Saturday, right after the UCL final. What? Isn't that next week? The UCL final? Yeah. No, it's next month. They get a month off. Next month? Bro, damn, I'm stupid then. Yeah, you are. uh, Yeah, no, I'm actually clowning, but that's a win for City. I think right now it's a win for City. So I, I, that's an interesting top four race. I mean, Liverpool's chances are kind of blown, which kind of sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Because Spurs won? No, because they can't seem to keep a lead. We talked about this last week. Yeah, and also you're versing Man U, who should probably thrash you. I mean, is is that... It, it should be a very good game, but Man U that, should be winning that. Is that our segue into the fact that it didn't happen last week because of the protests? I, yeah, I think that's a great segue because I'm salty as shit, bro. Keep it off the field. Come on, let me watch it. I need no, to see something. I'm on the other side. I know. I'm I know. on the other side. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I, use the fan power. Get the owners out if you don't like them. I'm on the side of, I think, the after this whole Super League fiasco, I think the fucking 50 plus one rule should be implemented across all the top five leagues. Fuck yeah. it. Like, I love that, that rule in Germany that the fans have to own 51% of the team. They have to be the majority owners. That's what I've always liked about the Packers in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. But... Well, it's, a, just little, feel it's like... a little bit different with the Packers in the NFL because the they Packers... Money. Well, well, no, because the Packers have an executive board that makes decisions. Uh, Like, these clubs have executive boards that make decisions, but on major decisions, such as, like, leaving for a Super League, they'll have a fan vote. I think that's a completely just thing to try to have, but I don't think it would be included. I feel like they still want to hold on to that power. Oh, I know. It's ballsy, and it's not going to happen. And, like, the Glazers said they're not going to sell, but that just means fans are going to protest more. I'm really hoping that Man U's next games aren't, like, protested, especially their away game, because of their away form is absolutely nuts. They wouldn't. Your fans have more class than that. Also, away fans aren't permitted at grounds right now. That, yeah. that I didn't even put that in a rundown. Wow. Fans can return to um, stadiums oh, yeah. for the final two match days. Um, if you saw on our Instagram, I posted that the other day. But... 25% capacity, or sorry, 10,000 fans or 25% capacity. Yeah. Um, no, it's 25% or 10,000 fans. Sorry. Okay. You, can't, you can't have more than 10,000 fans in the thing. Yeah. That's what it is. So, that's cool. I'm excited to see some real... Oh, that's also kind of why the UCL this year has been more boring, I think. 
No fans. Yeah, because the reactions. We yeah. don't have any streakers. We don't have like the excitement. I mean, you had a streaker in your Europa League game. <laughs> Did you see that? Yo, the UCL streaker versus the UEL streaker, and it was like the blonde yeah. girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but it makes you, a lot of sense. So, are you Glazers out? Yeah. Okay. You sort of have to be just because every fan wants them out too. Yeah. Like you got to follow the crowd at this point because if if it's really what's right for the club, they would know. Well, also because like the club profits so much money and the Glazers don't let it all get reinvested. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, bruh. That's a lot of funds that could have already been spent. Like, bruh. And also, also, by the way, they do, they did, they did that, that family did pay for part of our athletic center and the building's beautiful. So like, I get a little, I get a little annoyed every time I'm in there because they tried to make a super league and one of them was the vice chairman. So boo them, but thanks for the building. This building, screw you. (laughs) Yeah, basically, basically. Um, so Relegation could be wrapped up this weekend. Yeah. Like, straight up wrapped up. Because if... I'm just going to take a look at the table. Yeah, what is it? If Newcastle win a game, or if Fulham and West Brom lose, it's over. Yep. The gap would be more than nine, and there would be three games left to play. Which is nuts. Because the title race, like, is over. Well, so the the title race has been over. Like, straight up. Yeah, that's facts. But, like, the relegation race getting, like, completed before, like, a top four. Well, the fact that there won't be anything to play for on, on the final Sunday. Like, the last few weeks of the season could be somewhat meaningless. For a lot of teams. Yeah. For like, like anyone for... who can't make Europe in the mid table, it's kind of worthless. Yeah. Unless you're just trying to stop another club from making Europe, and I know they all care about that, so it's not worthless. And if you're a I neutral, think it would be hilarious if it's like Leeds knocking out uh, Chelsea. <laughs> and by the way, if you're a neutral it's going to be fun to watch because it's going to be some exciting, exciting football coming up. Yeah. I don't know why you said it would be boring. Well, I didn't, I mean, it could be meaningless for some teams. I don't mean boring. Like the teams would have nothing to play for. Yeah. But at they, they would literally moments, be, they just play for the love of the game and they, play for they the love body of the game, players and they play for beating the other team. Just, yep. yeah. Yeah. But you know, you good? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of something, so I said "chachu" twice. Chow. I said "chachu" though. Yeah, no, "chachu" like uh, lightning like, queen, like lightning queen. Because yeah. let's speed this bail. up and talk about bail, bail, bail. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's it's Sheffield, but bail. 
Bale's just showing his run of form recently. Like, Dude, I he's love the fact that, that Bale straight up admitted that he's literally using Spurs as cardio for the Euros. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Spurs are like, thank you. Bro, and he's showing up now. Yeah. Like, he's honestly performing. That human sungle, absolutely nuts, though. I, mm-hmm. I can't take anything away from it, but, like... Bale is showing up. He's he's getting into those attacking positionings. He's making sure that players aren't even near him. He he's creating the space. I'm scared when he goes back to Madrid. I'm not. If he actually gets playing time, but like on honestly, I don't even know what Madrid's gonna look like though. Because like yeah. I feel like they're gonna fall apart. Yeah, Madrid's a little, like, weird right now. I think they're losing Rafael Varane. Yeah, and the whole Super League thing with them, like, there there could be sanctions from... Um, UEFA. From UEFA for the teams who are still trying to push it to happen. A.K.A. Perez. Yeah, and Barcelona. Yeah, Barca's just and trying I think, to hop I think, on the train. I, I think Juve is still... I think it's the the three of them, um, but Juve's just salty because Juve didn't win this year. Yeah, I think they also need money. Yeah, but England is trying to prevent that from happening, like straight up, because they're they're starting to draft legislation to prevent that. Yeah, which would which would be fantastic. I think it would be great for the sport. Uh, agreed. Agreed. That's kind of just like a quick little little topic. Not much to talk about there because we agree. Yeah. Totally, totally yeah. facts. So before we get into transfers, big, big UCL news. Ooh. Because because Chelsea have become the first Another club massive congratulations. Ever. Ever. First club ever to reach the men's and women's UCL final in the same season. They have a chance to theoretically crown themselves as the best first team club in all of Europe. Honestly, they deserve it with the way that Conte's playing. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, we also talked last week about N'Golo Conte being like, um, the best CDM in the world right now. Well, he just proved it. Well, I don't even, like, not even best CDM in the world, like. He's the best, like, midfielder in the world right now, the way that he was playing against. Because he was in those attacking positionings, he was able to set up that one goal for, uh, for Pulisic to lay it off. Um, Conte's scary right now. Yep. If Conte plays the same way that he played against Real. Against City. Against City. Mm-hmm. They have a chance. Yep. And if Mount plays the same way. Oof. Mount had so many chances, I couldn't even count them. Dude. I was surprised. Mount is starting to come into his own. Mount's becoming to look like Lampard without Lampard there. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. You see? The outrageous takes with Carl. Was that was that your outrageous take? Yeah. 
That wasn't really that outrageous. You, you've compared people to Thierry Henry, and you just said Mount's looking like Lampard when Lampard left. That's not that outrageous. He's like an attacking midfielder. But he's actually looking like Lampard at, like, that age. I, I know, but he you, was... You know who's better? Madison. But, like... But Madison's we... older. Yeah, exactly. Would you say Foden's better? No. Yes. Alright, I would take I would take Madison and then I would take Foden and then I would take Mount. I I would just take Foden over all of them because he's the youngest. Wow. Because he's the youngest. Like Madison's twenty four or something like Bro, that. Bro, that that's like saying you would take Greenwood over a bunch of other people because Greenwood's no. younger. No, because I think Foden isn't that far behind Madison, and he has a much, much higher ceiling. Okay, I see that. And if I'm taking players, I'm going to take the younger player with the higher ceiling any day of the week. You know, another player that's absolutely with, like, not a high ceiling anymore, but in absolute great form? Hit me. Lingardino. Fair, fair. So do you think he's going to... He's gonna into some transfer news. He's going to stay at West Ham or you think he's going to end up somewhere else? Just before we get into any actual rumor I, that we I heard. honestly think that he's going to come back to Man U. Interesting. I honestly think that would be an amazing move. You have I think they're Anthony Martial off the bench. Else. I think they're probably going for... Um, th- this gets into our transfer talk, Jaden Sancho. I mean... Yeah, I mean, we I've, need the I, natural right mid. I've heard Liverpool are interested yet. in Sancho. I've also heard that Man is like really interested still. Yeah, I know from last season, and like Sancho still wants, and it's a more viable move because of I know the current I know, I know. Champions League situation. So shut, shut, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I love that song. Uh, shut the fuck up um, uh, I thought it was a different song I thought it was like that South Park song no 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 there's just just, just a quick little clip of a dude singing shut the fuck up uh, okay no nah, but some more transfer news that'll make Carl happy because there's a rumor that Bayern are interested in Hakimi just do it just do it already you have the best left and right back in the world at that point Davies has not been the best left back in the world this season. I'm sorry. No, Luke Shaw has. But I... shut the fuck up. Who's <laughs> another one? <laughs> if you're really trying to say who has had like one of the best seasons at left back, try... if Luke Shaw isn't in that conversation, shut the fuck up. I mean, he's in the conversation. Yeah. All right, but then who's better? Cancelo? Cancelo, Zinchenko when he's there sometimes. I don't think Zinchenko's better I than said, I said sometimes. I said I think, sometimes. I think Cancelo can be said. Um, Zinchenko's a better attacker than Shaw. Shaw's like 10 times the defender. Yeah, exactly. Like, you you give and take there, and yeah. like that's yeah. what Man U needs, though. Yeah, that's, that's true. And some City can get away with the... The better attacking part, 
Bro, you have Ruben Diaz. That that's what I, I mean, need. We have hit. We have Harry Maguire, and now we're gonna have Veron though. Oh, Harry other Maguire transfer news. Other Veron. transfer news. Other transfer news. Other transfer news. Apparently, Juve is interested in Donnarumma, and he's a free agent. But like, who wouldn't be interested in Donnarumma? Man, you please buy him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even a buy. It's a, yeah, it's a free transfer. But do you think he stays on Milan? I think he may. I don't know, dude. I think he wants to play in the Champions League. I mean, they might make it next year. Do they make it next year? Yeah, they're at fourth right now. Does fourth make it from Syria? I'm double check that. I'm pretty sure. To the table. Yes, it does. Yeah, but they. They might not make it. So if they miss it, because there's enough games and it's close enough, if they miss, I could see him leaving. Yeah. Okay. That's so, entirely fair. The fact that he has never played in a Champions League game is a travesty to the game. You know how old he is? 22. And we're talking about this like like he has to play in a Champions no, League game. No, 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 game. no. I don't... I don't, it's I don't abso- we, we do... No, we, no, no, but what I mean is... We have to mention that. We no, no, have to talk I mean is, about it in that I mean way. Is, but what I mean is, no. Because his teams haven't been Champions League quality. And you can't blame a keeper for that. I just think a keeper of his talent... Like, it's not his fault that he hasn't played in the Champions League, so you can't hold okay. it against him. It's just unfortunate for the Champions League, because... He's been the best young keeper in the world for six years, and he's on his way to being the best keeper in the world for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I completely and agree with you. All of the best players in the world need to be in the damn Champions League. I think he needed to take that step at AC Milan, and if AC Milan's able to go into the Champions League, I hope he signs there again, because that would be amazing for them. That would mm-hmm. be able to encourage a lot of mm-hmm. other signings. Um, but I completely agree with you. Even though he's such a young age, he definitely has to see the Champions League. Oh, I also look at Neuer at this point in his career. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. look look at uh, I don't know Buffon had it yet. I'm pretty sure he did. But it's just an essential stage where you can show on the biggest stage, and even if you get beat, you're one. Like you learn. Mm -hmm. Onana was able to learn. Guess what else I saw? What? I saw a rumor linking Raheem Sterling to Real Madrid. And you want to know why that's somewhat believable? I could see that. You want to know why that's believable to me? Why? It would be time... Is Real's going to loosen up a lot of fucking money? Not even that. It would be... Time for a new challenge if he won the UCL. This year, if he wins if he wins the Champions League with City, I could see him being like, it's time for me to try something new. I've won everything I can win here. So he has a massive role in the team, like already, but he could potentially even grow that role bigger and be the main star at Real Madrid. Imagine like having your name being mentioned as the best player at Real Madrid. That's fair. They, 
there 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 is a pinch of salt over everyone when you have that even though you're kareem benzema right now mm-hmm. i'll give you that actually that's totally totally fair um there's just something that comes along with being the best player at the Bernabeu. Especially the Bernabeu. We get to see it at Bayern as well, being the best player there. We get to see it as the best player at Barca, even though, like, it's messy. I mean, I don't know, actually, if you'll get that effect at Barcelona for... We don't know yet. We don't know. I mean, it's been messy for, like, 15 years, so... You get it at almost any prem side. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope Greenwood ends up being that striker that we need him to be, but I'm really liking the way we're looking with Cavani right now. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump into our predictions. We're all tied up. Yeah, I had a great week this week. Uh, I mean, I had, I had a good week, too. Carl pulled 13 yeah. points. I pulled 10. We're at 29 a pop. Yep. Uh, we guessed the Everton-Villa game both right. We I guessed the Chelsea-Fulham game right. Uh, and I guessed the West Brom-Wolves draw. And you guessed the West Ham-Burnley win exact. Nice. And that's what brings us into this week. And let's start it off. I I actually may need to add another game real quick because they added Man U Liverpool rematch into the schedule. That's next Thursday. Okay, we're fine then. Uh, do you want to predict for Tuesday as well? You want to go through Wednesday? Yeah, screw it. Or do you want to go? Do you want to go through Thursday? Because we typically post on Thursdays. Yeah, let's do it. I'm just gonna add them real quick, but uh, let's well, start. I'll, it I'll start with Leicester Newcastle because I think Leicester are gonna take that like two one. Two one. Two one. Okay. Um. Because of Leicester's run of form, I'm taking it 2-1. But otherwise, I could have seen that as a larger score. Uh, I think Spurs don't get upset by Leeds. I think they win this one 3-1. See, I think Leeds beats them 2-1 because I think Bielsa <laughs> outmanages Ryan Mason. Okay. That's I, fair. I'm not even kidding. Like, I just... Like, I would need to see Ryan Mason manage against a quality side and do well. And nothing against Sheffield, but with the players that Ryan Mason has, I feel like you can say go play football and beat Sheffield. You know? I think that's entirely fair. Um, no, No disrespect, but... I think you're taking away from who is on that team who can just counter the living shit. The living shit out of the other team. It's hard to counter that team, though, sometimes. it. What do you mean? We're talking about the best team at countering in the league. I'd give Spurs that title besides Leicester. 
I would put Leeds up there. Bro, I just think they're so clinically, like, deranged. About, I mean, that, like... that's their only issue. My thing is, like, so, hear me out here. Bro, they're one of the most exciting teams to watch in the world. But hear me out here. Melier, I think, is also going to just, like, shut Spurs down. Like, that's where I'm going with this. Okay. He has been in incredible form the last couple of weeks. So you're talking about the game against Man U? I'm talking about more than just that. I, I, I thought you were trying to make a specific reference there. No, he's literally Sorry, been I was thinking incre- into that too much. No, I mean, he, he's been in incredible form for the last couple of weeks. He he really has been. I just thought you were trying to roast Man U right there. And I was no. going to say, deservedly no. so, because he no. put on a fucking clinic. He did. But I'm going 2-1 Leeds, literally, because I think Bielsa's going to outmanage Mason. I think Leeds' speed and quick counter and fast play, coupled with Melier playing in goal, I think they're going to surprise Spurs. Very interesting. All right, this one's yours. Uh, Sheffield Palace. Palace 1-0. No. I'll copy that. Yeah, right, I'll, I'll make it 1-1. One, one. I just don't trust Sheffield to score. Yeah, nah, I'm copying you. Like, Sheffield have scored 18 goals this season. Man, shitty, I'm taking 2-0 over Chelsea. What? You're taking a team to score two goals on Chelsea? I'm taking Manchester City to win 2 nothing against Chelsea. Tell me a different score right now. I'm going to go with a nil-nil draw. Uh, okay. I'm not kidding, though. Bro, I think you may actually be right, but I'm they're still going to take City just because so I think defensively City may solid. win. They're both so defensively solid. City just have the offense to break down any team, and they've showed it, and they can but do I don't, it. I don't know if that 3-4-2-1 can get broken down, though. It's perfect. We'll see. We'll see. And, I mean, when you have... The smiling menace in your midfield. All right, yeah. If Conte actually has a game, then we're talking about a different situation, but we don't know. know what's going to happen. So I'm going to take It's Liverpool. either Conte needs I'm, to be, sorry, like Conte needs to be like the player of like the month or. I know. But that's completely possible. I know. That's why I'm just like bringing it up. I know. So. Liverpool to nail over Southampton. You know, I think they're in fight or flight mode. I'll take that too, Nell, just because it's Southampton. <laughs> uh, Brighton Wolves, I'm gonna take a 1 1 draw. I'm gonna take Wolves 2 1. 2 1. Okay. Yeah. Villa Man U, I'm taking a 2 1 win, Man U. I'm going to go 2 0, Man U. 2 0, Man U. I'm going to take West Ham 
2-1 over Everton. I'm on match, though. What? Okay. I'm, I'm, I, not, I'm, I'm, messing, I'm messing with you. I'm messing I with know. you. I know. You can't be that mad at that one. Um, well, Arsenal, you, what? What? Like, what? No, like, footy scores aren't going to differentiate by too much. You know what I mean? Who you got? Who am I picking for this one? Arsenal West, Arsenal West Brom. This is a good question because Arsenal suck. We didn't even mention it. They lost today, preventing the full English everything. To Anai um, Emery. To Anai Emery. Which makes it hysterical who they fired to hire Arteta. Um, uh, I'll still take it 2-1 Arsenal. I'm gonna go 1-0 Arsenal. Scratch that 2-0 Arsenal. Burnley 1-0 over Fulham. Uh yeah, that's gonna be a trash game, but I'll take Burnley 1-0. Uh Palace Southampton, I'll take Palace. Wait, did you skip Man U Lester? Oh, did I mix them up? Yeah. No, Man U Lester is after this. No, Man U Lester's at uh, 1 o'clock. And no. Southampton... You are completely right, sir. Correct. I know. I'm literally looking at the schedule right now. Man U Lester, I'm taking Man U 2-0. I'm taking Man U 2-1. Sure. Actually, actually, I'm taking Man U 3-2. Interesting. Yeah. I'll change mine to 2 1. Southampton Palace. 1 1 draw. I'm copying you there just for. For sakes. Um, I have to say Chelsea 2 0. Chelsea 2 0. I agree with you there, actually. That, That one. It could be more, but it's ballsy to predict more. Exactly. That's what I feel about that. Villa and Everton's tricky. Like, really tricky. I'm going to take Villa here. I'm going to take Everton because they're going to be on a losing streak. I'm going to take Villa 1-0. I'm going to take Everton 1-0. Okay. And then, man, you Liverpool, I'm taking... Three one. I'm gonna go with a one one draw. I hear the hope in your voice. <laughs> no, actually, it was the I took everything I had in me not to predict a two one Liverpool win. I'm actually gonna take a one one draw. Yeah. You know, you know. Hopefully, that game gets played this time. I'm really hoping that these games get played because Man U Leicester and Man U Liverpool make some great soccer. Soccer, football, football, soccer. Sheesh. Sheesh? Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Uh, Much love to all our listeners all around the world. You guys are the best. Um, We we do actually have some international international listeners. Ooh, I love being able to say that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. After next week... We're going to take a little break because 
we're graduating college. Yeah. In um, like how many days do we got? In seventeen days. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's crazy. It's a wild experience. Yeah. It's wild. Yep. I'm excited though. You only can be. Yep. Yep. All right, so, homies. We'll catch you guys next week. Much love. Peace.